Yo fam, thinking about you. Before we get in the episode, many of you know that your boy has been doing a ton of mental health and addiction workshops, keynotes, workshops around normalizing and demystifying, destigmatizing mental health and addiction services, normalizing the basics. I've been speaking to schools, the Department of Corrections, social worker groups, community groups, organizations. Um, it's going really well. If you know anybody looking for a speaker, looking for a workshop, looking for wellness education, holler at your boy. And also my wife, Sarah, uh, her company's called More Soul Sessions. She has an amazing membership program. It's called the Full of Herself Membership. She's in the middle of writing a book. Uh, her membership, they meet uh, three to four times a month. They do group coaching. They do uh, many retreats. It's a really, really connected uh, group of women. If you're looking for something like that, uh, holler at your girl, Sarah at More Soul Sessions. Uh, maybe it's uh, Sarah at MoreSoulSessions.com. Um, and you can always look her up on Instagram and her website, which is More Soul Sessions. That's M-O-O-R-E, Soul Sessions. Holler at your boy. Love you. Yo, fam. Holy crap. Your boy's been busy. I'm sitting here in my little meditation spot. It's about 7 in the morning. Been doing some work. Your boy's been on the grind. As Gary V says, eating his own dog food. I got a couple updates for you. I shared with you previously that I've been doing this 90-day meditation challenge and it started off almost on a whim i don't e- i i don't even remember exactly how it started but i came across a joe dispenza meditation i've known about joe dispenza for a long time i read his book uh, becoming supernatural i attempted his stuff but it was too it was too heady it wasn't right at the time but I did that 30 minute meditation. I was I was feeling I don't know, this this journey that I've been on the last couple of years is about connecting with my emotions, doing getting into like shadow, the stuff, the 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 shortcomings, the things that I can't see, to try to feel my feelings instead of stuffing and pushing through and numbing. And so I did this meditation, I remember, and I, it was so profound. It was so profound. It was 30 minutes. It was saying, who do you not want to be anymore? And I would say things like, I'm, I don't want to be scared anymore. I don't want to feel guilty anymore. I don't want to feel ashamed anymore. I don't want to feel not worthy anymore. I don't want to, I don't want to um, be dishonest, lie by omission, um, you know, I don't want to be short tempered. You know, these are the things I don't want to be anymore. And then it's, it's who do you want to be? Right? Who do you, how do you want to act? Right? I want to act patient. I want to act loving and compassionately. I want to be a father. This, fa- this, this image of a father and husband that I have in my head that's not scared of lack of finances or that I'm not going to get what I want or that I feel like I need to steal time away so I can isolate 
right? And so it's taken me on this path, right? This meditation. And it was so profound that I said, well, I'll try it again tomorrow. And I did it again tomorrow. And boom, same thing happened. I'm crying. You know, I'm crying multiple times. And when it comes to feeling my feelings, uh, I think of crying, right? Like I, it's been so long since I have had given myself the freedom to emote. And so from that, I said, this is going so well, I'm going to do 90 days. I'm going to commit to 90 days of doing this 30 minute meditation. And somewhere in there, right, I'm, I'm banging it out. I'm doing all the things. Uh, for the last year, I've been getting up and going to yoga probably four to five days a week. I usually get up there somewhere between 7, 7.30 in the morning, which means I get up at 6, 6.30. But what I found was when I was committing to this new 30-minute meditation that getting up at 6 in the morning wasn't enough. So I said, well, maybe I'll get up at 5.30, right? Give myself an extra 30 minutes. And then I realized, actually, that's not enough time. And as I go down this path of listening to Joe Dispenza and and listening to all these testimonials and rereading supernatural becoming supernatural and all these things right i'm going he's he's talking about like getting up at four in the morning he's talking about doing all these things and when i hear people talk about getting up at three four four thirty in the morning three thirty in the morning, i just roll my eyes at the how preposterous that crap is how crazy that is you know even if if i really am honest i'm going what ego listen to the ego involved in these people that get up so early right to attack the day this is what i'm thinking right (laughs) and people that talk listen to some of the people that talk about getting up that early uh eric thomas the hip-hop preacher jocko willick uh, Mark Wahlberg, um, the guy that uh, a friend of mine who has the yoga studio, his name's Taylor. He's up to three in the morning consistently. Um, you know, these are the people, and I'm just rolling my eyes going, one, the ego. Number two is, if I'm if I'm deeply honest, it's I'm not good enough. I could never do that. I'm not worthy of that kind of performance. I'm a night owl. There's no way in hell that I'm going to get up that early, right? So this is this is what I'm talking about. Now, Joe Dispenza, so also in that's Joe, Joe, and he talks about the significance of meditation and connecting with the divine and the unlimited. And, you know, this, this uh, you know, I've shared before that I've got this a fascination with uh, hallucination, Right. You know, this idea that plant medicine is like all the rage. And so I've gone, well, I can't do the plant medicine. uh, So I'm going to do breath work and I'm going to try to make myself help myself meet God in a sense, get out of totally detached from my body and have a mystical experience through these natural ways. So Joe Dispenza talks about having these mystical experiences, having these out-of-body experiences and do suit meditation. And he said the best time to do it is early, early in the morning, somewhere between one and four in the morning, three and four, right? When your body is shutting down the melatonin and kicking on the 
the dopamine, right, to wake up for the day and get into these meditative states. And so, you know, I committed to doing 90, uh, 90 meditations in 90 days. And about a month and a half in, this is six weeks in, fam. Six weeks in, I'm getting up every morning, somewhere between 5, 5.30, doing this 30-minute meditation, still feeling like I'm running out of time. And it quits working. And I go, oh, my God, what is it? Oh man, this is this is how it always is. I I knew it wasn't going to work, you know, because I I like many am looking for outside things to change the way I feel. Right? That's why a lot of us, a lot of people use substances to get outside of themselves. Even things like plant medicine, Working out, working, social media, TV, relationships, sex, right? We're looking for these outside things to change the way we feel. But the law of diminishing returns always kicks in, which means what is profound in the beginning quits working. What works in the beginning quits working. And so I'm kind of frantically panicking going, ah, I knew this was it. This was only six weeks in. I got six more weeks. I got six more weeks of this commitment. And I remember being at the at the lake house with the fam and I was tired I say I'm gonna go up and take a nap, and instead of doing my normal kind of nap meditation, I did an hour and a half Joe Spencer meditation. It was an hour, hour and fifteen minutes, and I remember dozing off, and I woke up maybe like twenty minutes in, and I'm in this, I'm listening to this meditation, and boom, I'm like, it's back. I'm rocketed into this, this like spiritual connection. And I couldn't believe it. I did like an hour, an hour long meditation. And I'm like, yes. So I do it again the next day and it works again. I'm like, yes, baby, I'm back. So I, I, I went from doing 30 minutes a day to an hour to an hour and a half. And then because I'm looking forward to these meditations, it no longer, I'm no longer looking at getting up in the morning as like a drag. And so I'm going, well, so maybe, so I'm getting up at five. 30 in the morning well maybe i should get up at five and maybe i should get up at 4 30 and now i'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning and i've been i can't even i don't even know how long maybe it's only been a couple of weeks i don't know at least a month but getting up at four in the morning i'm doing an hour to an hour and a half of meditation i'm journaling i'm reading i'm i'm uh, here's a big one guys here's a big one i'm doing it without coffee in the morning is that bonkers or what? Coffee. Coffee is something that I have hung on to with a death grip. I've hung on to. I am never giving up coffee. There's no way in heck that I could give up coffee. You know, when I'm doing these meditations, I know that coffee, you know, coffee kind of ramps me up. So it actually makes, you know, the idea is to calm the mind, calm the thoughts. And boy, you better believe coffee kind of ramps it up, but I just couldn't fathom not doing it. So anyway, um, uh, so I've been, I've been doing these meditations. I've been, been banging it out and secretly wanting something magical to happen, something mystical to happen, something crazy to happen. And then also going, but hey, you can't want it to happen. You got to relax and surrender. And so I've been doing this going back and forth and back and forth, wanting something crazy to happen. And things have been good. I mean, all I've been doing, 
I've been meditating every single day without fail. I just crossed the I just crossed the 90 day mark. Um, maybe I'm a little bit more uh, crazy thing. I'm watching social media less. I, I knocked off, cut off all my notifications on my phone. I'm not getting as distracted. Um, and, and yeah, just a lot of positive things, but here's, here's the other thing. Here's what even made me think about doing this episode was Joe talks about, uh, mind movies, mind movies. These are basically uh, digital, digital, um, what are they called? Vision boards. And for a long time, I've rolled my eyes at vision boards, at goals. A lot of it's because I don't, I haven't had success in it. Um, a lot of it's because deep down, I don't think I'm worthy, good enough, or that it's going to work. So it ends up not working. And so I did this mind movie, and dude, I, I, I did t- today. I didn't have yoga. Uh, t- I didn't have yoga today. So I got up at four. I did about damn near two hours of meditation. And then I'm watching this mind movie and I'm just crying the whole time. I mean, I usually I I try to bang through it in like five minutes, you know, 10 minutes maybe. And dude, I'm, I'm watching this thing for an hour, just crying over and over and over, crying with gratitude, feeling filled up, right? Which is, which is ultimately the goal. You know, a lot of times when I think of, when I think of, uh, goals, when I think of, um, you know, uh, affirmation and abundance, I instantly go to money. I instantly go to a, a green Porsche. I instantly go to, um, just pouring a little coffee here. Um, instantly go into, you know, the, the material things. But Joe talks about it, and I know it is. It's not about material things. It's about feeling worthy. It's about feeling grateful. It's about feeling full of love. And boy, did I feel that this morning. I'm just, I feel a little bit emotionally hungover. But just how significant and profound the work is. And what this is reinforcing to me, this mission, this purpose, this this driving this driving forces, this idea that if we would put in the work, if we would put it, that the hours necessary to get the emotional relief that many people crave, to heal our mental health, to heal our physical illness, to heal this this hole in the soul, this nervousness in the gut, this things aren't working, this feeling of dread, this feeling of not good enough, this I don't know my son is struggling, my child is struggling, I'm not sure I'm struggling as a as a parent, like if we want to heal, it's we have to become emotionally sober, <laughs> emotionally sober which emotionally sober means that our that we aren't suffering from uh mental illness mental health addiction uh, uh physical illness we are suffering from emotional dysfunction that i do not know how to manage and deal with my emotions consistently over a long period of time 
And what ends up happening is I get sick, emotionally sick and physically sick. And if I, he, if I can heal my emotional state in 12 step and in AA, they talk about the goal of long-term recovery is emotional sobriety, which means my emotions match the situation. Not that I don't get scared, shame, guilt, uh, you know, all those things, right? Not that I don't have fear. It's not that it's that my emotion, my emotional reaction matches the situation. It doesn't build up over time. The hours that it takes family, I am putting in 20 hours. Probably I'm putting in, uh, yeah, seven days a week, getting up in the morning, doing at this moment, doing at least an hour, if not an hour and a half. I'm also meditating at other times during the day. Sometimes it's two to three hours a day when you add it all up. I'm doing yoga, which is about an hour, uh, four to five days a week. I still go to my home group. I show up early. I stay late. I work in the mental health and addiction field. So I do that, uh, which I'm not even counting that in the 20 hours. I've been speaking like crazy. Um, I've been, uh, I do uh, six hours of men group a month, you know, two, three hour uh, men's groups. Uh, I'm reading, I'm, I'm listening to, you know, Joe Dispenza testimonials over and over and over and over again. The equivalent would be listening to speaker tapes over and over and over and over again. And it's just, I guess what what I'm coming to, why is it so necessary? Family, I've been doing this work for 20 years. Some variation of personal development, counseling, coaching, mentorship, recovery stuff, journaling, meditation, all the biz, right? Been doing all kind of crazy stuff. And I've had a lot of really great, profound experiences. However, the thing that has been missing as, as I peel back the onion, as I dig deeper, as I continually dig deeper, deep, deep, deep down, the kernel, the kernel that keeps me from accomplishing the goals and dreams that I that I have, that I think of, the big missions, the things that are so scary that I don't think I can do, the kernel at the bottom is not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy of a great life, not feeling worthy of great success, not feeling worthy of a connected, passionate relationship, not feeling worthy of being an exceptional father, not being worthy of being the best. Because, because for me, I decided as a young man, I probably wasn't going to be the best. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm probably not the best. Now I don't want to be the bottom, but I'm cool being in the middle, right? And so I also said, well, if you're the best, if you're the if you're the number one, you're probably uh, uh, dishonest, egotistical, full of yourself. And so I would label, right? I'd label being the best. I would label being a high achiever and high producer as either a they're full of themselves, b they're just naturally uh, that just comes natural to them, right? They're meant to be that, and I'm not that. Um. Or maybe they're being uh, dishonest or cruel or, you know, valuing the wrong things. These are these are these are stories and ideas that I've come up with that are deep, deep down. 
And at the same time, I want to set goals and I want to have financial freedom and I want to be good at stuff, right? And so there's no wonder that the goal setting and the visualizations and the things that I want to do and be when I grow up, they don't work over a long period of time because deep, 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 deep down, I just don't feel enough, feel good enough, worthy enough. That's absolutely bonkers. Anyway, I just want to share with you today that, A, I'm doing this work and it's extremely profound. If you've never heard of Joe Dispenza, he's got a ton of great books. Um, You Are the Placebo, Overcoming Yourself. Um, I think it's called that, uh, Becoming Supernatural. He's got a ton of uh, meditations online. They're actually not his. There's, they're, they're people that put his stuff online. You got to pay for his stuff, which is a little annoying, but whatever. Um, he's got all kind of events. Uh, there's over 600 testimonies. They call them transformational videos on his on his YouTube page. But check it out. It's the, I think what's cool about Joe Dispenza is he is the, the science mind behind the mystical. In other words, when people talk about spiritual connected, spiritual connection and metaphysical meditation and all this kind of stuff, a lot of it's woo woo, right? We attract abundance, the secret, a lot of it's woo woo. What Joe focuses on is the science behind that, right? And so for me, for a lot of times, it was very heady. It was too scientific, but I guess I got it at the right time. It's working right now. But if you're if you're looking for something interesting, go down the rabbit hole. There's so much stuff. A lot of two of his best pot, um, interviews that I like. One's on London Real. One's on Aubrey Marcus's podcast, and one is on Lewis Howe's podcast. Those are three really good podcasts that I like. But um, but a maybe go down the rabbit hole. If you're not in into that, maybe it's uh, some sort of recovery stuff or some sort of personal development stuff, but try to get yourself up to 10 to 20 hours, 10 to 20 hours of this work and just see what happens. Commit to 90 days. I'm, I'm big. I'm big on that. 30 is not enough. Six months or a year is too much, but commit to 90 days and reassess it 90 days. If it worked, do it again. All right. That's what's cool about 90 day, 90 day, uh, which are quarters. If it works, do it again, right? If it didn't work, try something different. But anyway, I'm just checking in, saying what's up, giving you some updates. Your boy's on fire. Uh, Yeah, I love you. Holler at your boy.